Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Innal hamdalillah nahmadu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udzu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina innahu may yahdillahu fala mudilla ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى في القرآن الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون أيها الأحبة السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. At the same time, we also greet all the listeners of the Voice of the Cape, our mothers, our sisters at home. We at the same time also with the قدرات of the Almighty Allah سبحانه وتعالى are able to benefit from the Jumu'ah talk. And this, alhamdulillah, Jamaat Muslimin, is a great blessing of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the Muslim community. The fact that we are so little, but we are able to run and manage our own affairs. It's a great blessing of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so we find today, Jamaat, that our mothers and our sisters who are at home can relate to the imams of the various masajid. MashaAllah, that masjid, masjid in retreat, masjid in bukab, masjid in wherever it might be. And we shukar Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We shukar and we thank Allah ta'ala for the many blessings that Allah ta'ala bestowed upon us. Our health, our strength, our family, our children, the situation and the conditions in which we find ourselves in. We shukar Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we ask Allah ta'ala to increase us in barakah and in khair, insha'Allah ta'ala. Jamaat al-Muslimin, when I was reflecting upon the topic that I would like to speak today about and to address the jamaah with, I realize, Jamaat al-Muslimin, it is so important for me to highlight the importance of our brothers and our sisters within our midst and within our community who are leaving for Hajj. Because today, tomorrow, and the day after on Sunday and on Monday, we find that the majority of the people are leaving for Hajj with the qudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we find Jamaat al-Muslimin at the same time with the blessings of Allah Ta'ala that we have quite a bit of brothers and sisters from our own community who are undertaking this journey. And it is so important Jamaat al-Muslimin that we should encourage and motivate our brothers and our sisters who are leaving. And also, inshallah ta'ala, for those who are not leaving, that they should make a niyyah to leave. 
Because Hajj Jamaat Muslimin is one of the pillars of Islam. Like Salah, like fasting in the month of Ramadan. In Ramadan we find that the ulama focus upon the virtues of fasting in the month of Ramadan. The benefits of Ramadan. The benefits of Laylatul Qadr. All the virtues and goodness that are to be found in the month of Ramadan. So in these days, Jamaat Muslimin, we remind ourselves and we remind our brothers and our sisters upon the great virtue of Hajj. As our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam states in a hadith, Al-Hajj al-Mabrur laysa lahu jaza'un illa al-Jannah. A Hajj that has been accepted by Allah Ta'ala. A Hajj that has been performed for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. And it has been accepted by Allah Ta'ala. There's no other reward for that person except Jannah. Subhanallah. There's no other reward for it except Jannah. So we take this opportunity, Jamaat Muslimin, to remind our brothers and our sisters who are leaving for Hajj. We remind them that Allah Ta'ala honored them. They are not going to Mecca to perform Hajj because they are by the means. They are leaving for Mecca because Allah Ta'ala have chosen them. Allah Ta'ala have selected them from amongst all His servants. And in the hadith, our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that the Hujaj are the Wafdullah. They are the delegation of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. They represent us on the holy plains of Arafah, subhanAllah. They represent us as a community, as a country. They are blessed because they are the delegation of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are the people whom we have sent forth to Makkah. And we ask Allah ta'ala that they should be a good representation of us. Because one thing I can state, Jamaat al-Muslimin, Alhamdulillah, with the qudrat of Allah Ta'ala, of people leaving for Hajj from Cape Town, they attend Hajj classes. Alhamdulillah. They know what are they supposed to do when they are in Makkah. And Alhamdulillah, Jamaat al-Muslimin, this is a blessing. Because in many other parts of the world, we find that people at times either don't have the luxury or were not by the means or there's not the infrastructure within the community to accommodate them in terms of educating them pertaining the Hajj. But our people know exactly when they leave for Hajj, I need to do this, I need to do that, and Alhamdulillah, and also everybody who visits them, give them some piece, a bit of advice. Marshall, leave for Hajj for the first time, but I don't forget so, and do so, and this is how I learned, and this it work for me. These are all, subhanAllah, the barakah, Jamaat al-Muslimin, of our community, is the barakah of visiting people who have, you know, you know leaving for Hajj, and also the people who are leaving for Hajj, the barakah they get when other previous hujajis ziyarah them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of them khair and barakah. So Jamaat al-Muslimin, like I've said, you know, I remember when we, in the 1990, you know, 89, when you, you know, uh, um, when I was still studying in Medina, uh, when the first batch of Hujaj, you know, um, you know, sometimes you go to the airport, you go to pick up some people who came for Hajj. At that time, before the time where, you know, we have the current system in place, 
And so what would happen, Jamaat al-Muslimin? They used to have a massive banner, loha, on the airport. You know, when the first judge landed and would read, نُرَحِبُ بِدُيُوفِ الرَّحْمَانِ We welcome the guest of Allah Ta'ala. That is who the judge are. They are the guest of Allah Ta'ala. The delegation of Allah and the guest of Allah Ta'ala. In Jamaat, the sunnah is from the time of the Nabi until our time, but specifically in those days. If you read the history of Makkah, you'll find people in the surrounding areas like Jeddah, all those places around would, you, would come during the period of Hajj. They would come to, the, to, to Makkah in order to assist the Hujaj. Because the attitude were, we entertain the guest of Allah Ta'ala. They are the Hujaj, are the guest of Allah Ta'ala. And inshallah, I would like to honor the guest of Allah. Like the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi once a man came to the Nabi Sallallahu and he said, Ya Rasulullah, I don't have anything to eat. The Nabi Sallallahu says, who will entertain my guests? Who will take him home and entertain my guests? The Sahaba without hesitation raised his hand and he says, I'm ready Ya Rasulullah. That's how we should be Jamaat al-Muslimin. So when it comes to people in Bukhaz Jamaat, Motivate them, encourage them, insha'Allah ta'ala. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them all the khair and barakah. You know, Jamaat al-Muslimin, there's so many lessons we can learn from Hajj and Umrah at the same time. There's so much lessons we can learn from it. One of those lessons of Jamaat al-Muslimin is to ask them to make dua, uh, dua for us. We don't realize the Jamaat al-Muslim, the Barakah in Hadith. You know, when a person goes for Hajj or for Umrah, ask him to make dua for you. When Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Jamaat al-Muslimin, when he went for Umrah, and Hajj of course, in fact, is even greater than Umrah. So we find that Sayyidina Umar, when he went for Umrah, the Nabi Sallallahu came to ziyarah him in a similar manner that me and you are doing when people are leaving either for Hajj or for Umrah. So that's in fact sunnah. Nabi Salaam visited him. But what did the Nabi Salaam say before the Prophet left? Sayyidina Umar radiallahu The Nabi Salaam said, Ya akhana la tansana fi du'aik. Oh, our brother, do not forget us in your du'as. Imagine Jamaat al-Muslimin, the best of creation to have walked on the face of the earth is asking an ordinary person to make du'a for him. But the purpose and the aim behind it is to teach me and you that when a person leaves for Hajj, ask him to make dua for you because he is close to Allah Ta'ala. Number one, he's a musafir, he's a, he's a traveler. Secondly, the places that he will ziyara, the dua, at those places are mustajab. Imagine Jamal in the road to Jannah, at the Multazam. Hijr Ismail, all these places, the du'as, they are mustajab. In fact, Makkah itself, just being Jama'ah in Makkah, the du'as mustajab. So the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you know, is teaching me and you, when people leave for Hajj Umrah, ask them to make du'a, du'a for you. Subhanallah. And also Jama'at al-Muslimin, what is very important Jama'at al-Muslimin, is to, for us to study the history of Makkah and Medina. So that when we go there, Jamaat al-Muslimin, we understand the significance of why we ziyarah these places. 
Leave, return to your country, Jamaat Muslimin, and you have learned lessons about Makkah and Medina. You know, subhanAllah, you, you will love Medina simply because the Nabi loved Medina. Let me tell you something about Medina, Jamaat Muslimin. Whenever the Nabi Sallallahu used to come close to Medina, the Nabi Sallallahu used to increase the speed of, the, of, his, of his riding animal that he rode, you know, whether it's a camel, Oh, Nabi Salaam used to increase. And Nabi Salaam asked the people, How far is Medina? How far is Medina? Subhanallah. To such an extent that the great Khalifa, Umar ibn Khattab, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he made dua, he's been recorded in Bukhari, that he said, he made dua and he said, Oh Allah, take me away while I am in Medina. Let me pass on in Medina. That is Medina, Jamaat Muslim, the city of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When you enter Medina and you know the, the, subhan, the greatest of the city, you will look at Medina different. A city that the Nabi sallallahu said, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam made dua for Makkah and I made dua for Medina, that Allah ta'ala should place double the amount of barakah in Medina than in Makkah. Authentic hadith. You see, Jamaat Muslimin, how we should look at Medina? It's not just another place. When you go there, Jamaat, subhanAllah, you realize I'm entering the city of the Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When you go ziyara, Jamaat Muslimin, you go to Uhud. You are reminded, Jamaat Muslimin, of those who have sacrificed for the, the, that have sacrificed for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. Those who have defended the deen, the soldiers of Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala has honored them because of this service. You are reminded of it, Jamal, when you stand at the, at the, when you greet the Shuhada Uhud, when you go to Uhud, you are reminded the role of these people. Like similar, we go to Sina Bakr and Sina Umar. Why? Subhanallah, Allah have honored them to be buried next to the Nabi Sallallahu So when people go and greet the Nabi, they will automatically greet Sina Bakr and Sina Umar. And why are Sina Bakr and Sina Umar great? Because they were the richest people in Medina at the time of the Nabi Sallallahu No. Because they belong to the noblest and the most honorable tribe of Quraysh. And no. And because of this and that, no. They are great. And Allah Ta'ala preserved their memory because of their service for Allah Ta'ala's deen. That is what we should do, Jamaat. Are we doing that? Do you know the noble Khalifa Sina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu Jamaat? How he used to exert himself? Jamaat, these people, one day, the, you know, one of the, a person of the Roman Empire went, wanted to go, come and meet the Khalifa. And he was looking at someone who lived in a palace. They told him the Khalifa is resting underneath a tree. And these were these people, Jamaat Sina Umar, one day, they were so eager for reward. That one day, Jamaat, there was a sick lady. And Sayyidina Umar, and she was not able to assist herself. Sayyidina Umar wanted to clean the house. And so he went. And when he came there, he found that the house had already been cleaned. And he said, the next morning, I'm going to go even earlier. And he went again, and he found the house to be clean. And the next morning, he said, I'm going to go now even earlier. I want to see who's the person cleaning. And subhanAllah, this was after the time of the death of Nabi Sallallahu When he arrived there, he found that no one other than, other than except Abu Bakr Siddiq. Busy cleaning the house. They were eager for good, subhanAllah, Jamaat Muslimin, to attain good deeds. These are the lessons that we need to take, Jamaat. They have, subhanAllah, they've sacrificed for the deen of Allah, that Allah have honored them. So what legacy are me and you leaving behind? 
Jumma, what are we doing for Islam at the moment? Ask yourself, you are sitting here in this masjid. Or our mother and our sister are sitting at home. Our daughters are sitting home. What are we doing for Islam? We find the great Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu the wife of the Nabi sallallahu a great muallima, a teacher. We don't want to go into the history of Sayyidina Aisha. Subhanallah, she used to rectify companions like Abu Rayra radiallahu ta'ala and she was known people used to come to her for fatawa. So if, whether it's a male or female jama, if you sacrifice for the deen, Allah Ta'ala will honor you. Today we find, look at Imam Bukhari, Ahab Bukhari, the most authentic hadith book after the Holy Quran. In fact, the most authentic hadith book and the second most authentic book. You know, the Quran being number one and Bukhari being number two. Is there, there's not a scholar on the face of the earth who do not know Bukhari. And likewise after that, Muslim. And if both of them narrate the hadith, is called Muttafaqun Alay, agreed upon. Everybody knows them. Likewise, Imam Shafi, Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, Imam Malik, Imam Abu Hanifa. We know them. Allah honored them because of the sacrifices for deen. And sometimes, Jamaah, we can do little. Subhanallah, Jamaah, don't think about what to change. Just start with your family. Teaching your children deen. Wherever you go in the road, whenever, wherever Allah grants opportunity to speak about deen, speak about it. Set a good example. Remind yourself that I am representing the deen of Allah Ta'ala. I'm his representative. That if non-Muslims meet, and people who don't know Islam, when they meet me, I represent Islam. They're going to judge Islam from what they see of me. Like people who during the time of the Nabi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when they met the Nabi, that is how they evaluated Islam itself. Jamaat al-Muslimin, let us be of service to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Jamaat al-Muslimin. Let us be of service. That is what when we go for Hajj Jamaat al-Muslimin, and we ziyara, you know, the, the companions, uh, you know, the shuhada of Uhud, the martyrs of Uhud, you know, when we go to, we greet the Bakrs and the Umar, we are reminded of the service of Islam. So let us also, Jama'ah, in our time, let us, subhanAllah, Jama'ah, play a meaningful role within society. I would also like to say to the Jama'ah, subhanAllah, when it was now for Umrah in Ramadan, when I made, you know, tawaf with that, I looked at the Kaaba and people making tawaf. And subhanAllah, Jama'ah, it was full capacity. And that tells you one thing, Jama'ah, to Muslimin. The strength of Islam. Sometimes, Jamal, we feel like we, you know, we become despondent and we think, hey, everything is not, you know, you know, it's against Islam. No, Jamal, Allah Ta'ala blessed us. The Ummah is moving forward. They're making so much extensions to the Haram. But yet, Jamal, to Muslimin, I on a particular night, I performed Salatul Taraweeh in the road. And the busy expanding, expanding, but subhanAllah, Jamal, more and more people is coming to Makkah. And, and, and why are they there, Jamaat al-Muslimin? To seek the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. People are standing there, subhanAllah, making taraweeh, salah. Hour, two hours, standing there, subhanAllah, for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. And likewise, in Hajj, we find a similar fair, you know, manner. We find people coming from everywhere, subhanAllah, only for one reason, for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Subhanallah. Allah Ta'ala says, Jamaat al-Muslimin, وَمَن يُعَظِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَى الْقُلُوبَ Whosoever makes sacred that which is sacred by Allah Ta'ala, it's a sign of taqwa. It's a sign of Allah Ta'ala consciousness. 
fearful awareness of Allah Ta'ala. Because that is the Jama'ah when you go to Makkah. You are reminding yourself that there are millions of people, but you want to behave properly. Because you realize Allah honored me to be in this holy place of Makkah. And I need to behave myself. I need to exercise sabr. And subhanallah, jamaat al-Muslimin, that's another lesson we learn from Hajj. Whatever you have done there, you have, be you have behaved yourself. You don't want your Hajj to be affected by speaking inappropriate words. So take, return to South Africa in that same manner. Come home with that same akhlaq and adab. As some scholars have said, Jamaat al-Muslimin, a sign that the good deeds have been accepted if you follow it up with more good deeds. You come from Hajj or from Umrah. Let that show that those, you know, what they've experienced, they had an impact on you. Reflect those good things you have learned from Makkah Medina. And that is part of the wisdom of going to Makkah Medina, traveling so far. It's for you to, subhanAllah, for you to experience. You meet people with different cultures, different habits, different ways, but you're able to have sober. You're not going to scold them. You're able to understand them. And when you are there, Jamaat al-Muslim, you also learn at the same time that Islam is for everybody. You see people from different nationalities, different countries, different colors, different places. They look different. Their sizes are different. Their eye shapes are different. Their body shapes are different. You know, but subhanAllah, all of them are there to glorify the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jamaat, that's what Islam tells you. That picture there tells you. That is what Islam is for everybody. Islam is for everybody. But what Allah wants of us is to submit to Allah Ta'ala in obedience. As what some of the scholars have said, Jamaat to Muslimin, the message of Islam is from Allah Ta'ala. And to convey the message that is upon the messengers of Allah Ta'ala and upon us, the followers, our submission to the message of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. That is what is our responsibility. Submit. Put Allah Ta'ala's message first in your life. Put Islam first. Put Allah first. And you will find that Allah Ta'ala will honor you. Allah will, subhanAllah, when people talk about you, they will praise you. When people talk about you after your death, they will say, subhanAllah, there was a good person. There was a salih, righteous. Because subhanAllah, jamaat al-Muslimin, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in the hadith, إِنَّ الْمَلَائِكَةُ يُؤَمِّنُونَ عَلَى مَا يَقُولُونَ Malaika says, Amin to what people say about the person after they've passed on. Especially after they've passed. Look, we can still make mistakes while we're living. But imagine jamaat, when we live, when we've passed on the day, what legacy have we left behind? No, mashallah, is a good person, did so and so. You know, he, he was having a class, whatever he did of good. This is what we want, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah to, learn, to reward us, jamaat al-Muslimin. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us, to grant all of us khair and barakah, insha'Allah ta'ala. Like I've mentioned, jamaat al-Muslimin, when we are there, uh, you know, in Makkah, you can actually see the strength of Islam. You can see, subhanallah, why it's important for us to go there. Because it teaches us, jamaat al-Muslimin, and in fact, Jamaat al-Muslimin, firstly, submission to Allah. Because Allah Ta'ala said to Nabi Ibrahim salam, You call the people. Allah said, You know, call them to Hajj. 
Because Nabi Ibrahim said, Ya Allah, should I make it in the middle of Makkah? You know, in the middle of the desert. You know, I'm building a house for you to be worshipped, but it's, it's a desert, there's nothing there, not water, nothing. Allah Ta'ala says to Nabi Ibrahim salam, You call the people, and I will, and I will let them come. As far as Allah Ta'ala says in the Holy Quran, they will come walking on a riding animals, whatever means possible people are coming. And today we find Jamaat to Muslimin that during the Hajj, few million people are making their way to Makkah. You know, subhanAllah, we might be a few thousands out Africa, other countries, you know, particularly countries uh, that have a majority Muslimin. We find like Malaysia, Indonesia, these people come, they come, subhanAllah, 200, 300, thousand. They come to Makkah at, at the time, Jama'ah. And that is the Jama'ah what we need to see, subhanAllah. Allah said, Nabi Ibrahim, you, you know, that's what we experience. We look at the history of the Hajj, it's connected to Nabi Ibrahim. So we tell the Jama'ah that the religion from the Nabi Adam until now is exactly the same. And that's Islam. Adam alayhi salam, Ibrahim alayhi salam, all of them, all the prophets came with Islam. Like when you study the Quran, Jama'ah to Muslimin, you find Allah Ta'ala quotes the various prophets. Until one of the scholars have said, as it is as if the Quran was the book of Musa alayhi salam. There's not a, a Jews in the Holy Quran except you read about Nabi Musa alayhi salam. You know, everything about from Surah Baqarah right through, you know, to, to Juz Amma. You find here the Allah Ta'ala speaks about Nabi Musa alayhi salam, you know, different places. Because it tells all Jamaat to Muslimin that in Islam, by going into history, studying history, there's lessons for us. We don't read, subhanAllah, you know, you don't read story Islam for the sake of Masha is a nice story, beautiful story. We read Surah Yusuf is a nice story, how we went. No, it's about lessons we learn from it. muttaqin, And these are the most important lessons we can learn from the Muslimin. That the final outcome of all matters in life is in favor of the muttaqin, of those who fear Allah Ta'ala. No matter what Jamaat Muslimin. The final outcome will be in favor of those who fear Allah Ta'ala. It will be in favor of those who are conscious of the Almighty Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And may Allah Ta'ala grant us khair and barakah jama'at muslimin. May Allah Ta'ala grant me and you commitment to the deen of Allah Ta'ala. Jama'at, wallahi jama'at muslimin. You will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed if you submit to Allah Ta'ala full-heartedly. Allah Ta'ala will bless you, Jamaat al-Muslimin. In this life, Alhamdulillah, and we can see Jamaat al-Muslimin. How many of us don't have Alhamdulillah as a Muslim community? We can see Allah blessed us with, with rizq. How many rizq, Jamaat al-Muslimin? Muslim living now, Gudu, there's three massages in Gudu, so many other places, right? So we find the Muslims are spreading Alhamdulillah in areas that were formerly white areas. So Islam is spreading Jama'at. Allah blessed us. But most important Jama'at al-Muslimin, Allah will honor us in the year after. May Allah ta'ala grant all of us Jannah to Firdaus, inshaAllah ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us, our communities, our children, inshaAllah ta'ala. May Allah ta'ala grant all our brothers and our sisters who are leaving for Makkah for Hajj, inshaAllah. May Allah grant them a Hajj Makbul. May Allah ta'ala grant them the health and the strength in order to fulfill the ibadah to the best of the ability. And let us all be inspired, Jamaat al-Muslimin, to also make a niyyah. Remember one thing, Jamaat, the Nabi Sallallahu says in the hadith, innamal a'malu bin-niyyat, your deeds are judged according to your intention. So Jamaat, whether you don't have the money, 
to, to leave immediately. And whether people say it's got so much to go and it's so much, it's you make the niyyah for Allah Ta'ala, look at your heart. You make the niyyah, Jama'ah, and you will find Allah will bless you. It's not the money is going to take you there, Jama'ah. There are many people who can go to Makkah every year. But Allah Ta'ala did not place in the hearts the love for Makkah and Medina. And there might be times where people are in Makkah and then they become sick and then they cannot go to Arafah. And if you are not on Arafah, you need to repeat your Hajj. Then they don't get Hajj. If you are not on Arafah, the Nabi Islam says in the Hadith, Al-Hajj Arafah. Hajj is Arafah. If you are not on Arafah on, 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 on the Fuquf, and then you must go and repeat. Then you didn't get Hajj. So your health is also very important. And we ask Allah to grant them that health, inshallah, and that strength. So that inshallah, and we ask Allah grant them that when they return to South Africa, they first themselves are happy by the way they've spent their time in Makkah. If you want Allah to accept your good deeds, you must first be happy. You must be happy what you have given Allah. You must say, oh Allah, I've done my best. I've tried my best, oh Allah, in everything I did. So when you go there to Makkah, when you go to Medina, you give Allah your best. And insha'Allah ta'ala, you will see the fruits of that in this life and in the year after. Insha'Allah ta'ala, aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li walidaya wa li walidikum wa li sa'irin muslimina min kulli dhamb. Fa astaghfiru inna wal ghafuru rahim.